Hello, my name's Luke and welcome to the Scapegoat Podcast. Today we have a guest, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Uh, sure, I am uh, Johnny from Disaster Artists, the movie survival podcast. I have been on quite a few episodes, so uh, maybe at this point, quite a few episodes of your podcast, so I hope at this point that uh, I don't need to introduce myself. Johnny has no idea what we're going to cover today. I haven't told him theme, I haven't told him topic. All I've told him is I'm going to read a story. So like this could go yeah. anyway. You've and you've only just told me about, about even doing this podcast only a few hours ago. So yes. uh, this is very fresh. I have no idea what you're what you're about to talk about, and only like what ten hours ago did I learn that you wanted to record something. So uh, this is very uh, sporadic, not sporadic, spontaneous. Yeah, no, I, I think it kind of works. That uh, it's just it's nice to kind of like rather than. You know, with the previous Arrested Development episodes, you kind of knew ahead of time. So I kind of wanted to see what would it be like if you had no idea and you're coming from it completely fresh. You know, how would you respond to it? So I'm going to start reading this story. Now, this is from Reddit. I'm not going to tell you what subreddit's from, but right. you might want to start. You might want to start guessing at some point to what you think it is. Okay. Okay. Now I'm not like a huge Reddit user, so I wouldn't know all of the subreddits that are popular. So I'll yeah. probably just I'll make up my own what I think the the possible subreddit could be. Well, this is from one of the major ones, but uh, oh, okay. I'd say you might think: Is this relationships? Is this you know something else? So right. I'm going to read, start reading the story for you. Okay. One time, I went to the bar with one of my friends. I had just turned 21, so I hadn't been to much bars up to this point. My friend was drinking on the way to the bar, so he was already pretty drunk when we got there. When I sat at the bar, a cute girl came up and talked to me and my friend. She said her name was Candace and I noticed that she had really bright red hair. I assumed she dyed it. It was pretty, but unnatural. Anyways, this girl was flirting with me and my friend. I could tell my friend was already very drunk. To be honest, I played along like I was drunk already too, since it seemed to be working for my friend. I didn't know if she was trying to get free drinks, so I told her we didn't have much money. She offered to buy us drinks. She kept buying us drinks. I started to get confused as to who she liked between me and my friend. So that's just the first two paragraphs. Any idea where you think this is going? Okay, so I'm not sure I have any ideas yet. But well, so obviously there's things I can deduct. So there, it's Ameri- It's coming from America, obviously. Yeah. Because 21. Uh so the friend was drunk. Sorry, you see, maybe I missed something very early. But do we know the do we know the genders of all three people? Both of them are male, she's female. Okay. See, I thought it was maybe a, a male and female friends, and then the female approached them and I thought it might have been going through the the male pretending to be drunk was like going for a threesome or something. That's where I yeah. went. Uh but I missed that part. So uh I, I was thinking along uh, along the wrong Pat there i feel like is is it gonna be is it gonna be like a nice guy kind of thing maybe perhaps i'm, I'm just not gonna say so right my friend went to the bathroom before he came back he was kicked out by the bouncers he was just too drunk candace and i went outside with him she kept telling him to go home with her he was so out of it he could barely answer her i told her that he was too drunk that I wouldn't let him go anywhere. I didn't want him to wake up hungover in some random house with no car, and no idea what happened. Candace kept pushing it, saying that she would take care of him, but I told her no, because I had to stay with him. I was more sober than him, and he was my responsibility. I told her the only way he was going anywhere was if I tagged along. I assumed that she thought that I was jealous or cock-blocking, but my friend could barely stand and lost interest in Candace already at this point. 
She immediately started flirting with me and offered to get my friend a taxi to drive him home and said we could go to her place alone. Okay. So this is interesting because at the early stages of that chapter of the story, I'm like, okay, well, this is just like if you reverse the roles, this is you think nothing of it. This is like somebody being very responsible and making sure their drunken friend isn't taken advantage of. You yeah. don't normally think of that with males. You wouldn't. Most people don't think of that as being an issue, I guess. But it's, it would seem like the friend was just didn't want their friend to go home drunk with this person, this stranger who just met them in a bar. That seems pretty responsible, right? It's very rare that I would say that like a girl wants to take care of an absolute drunk, weird man that like she doesn't know. Guys who want to do that with girls are doing that for the seediest of reasons. Yeah. You kind of wonder maybe what her intentions are. Or, or do you think maybe he is cock blocking? Well, no, I'm, I'm get uh, because it's men. I'm assuming he's co- cock blocking because I don't. I feel like most men probably aren't thoughtful enough to be looking out for the best interest of their friend. <laughs> I think it's probably cock blocking, especially because you said earlier that like he pretend he he admitted to like pretending to be more drunk to kind of. You know, the drunk guy was getting the attention, so he kind of pretended to be more drunk to be to feel a bit more lively, maybe, and get more attention. So I feel like he is going in with the intention of of stealing some attention, maybe. Does that make sense? It does, it does. You can definitely kind of it's definitely a bit intriguing. So I'll continue the story. At this point, I had had a few drinks and I was pretty buzzed, so I agreed. We took my friend to a taxi and walked to her car. I slightly stumbled on the way to her car. Wow, you're pretty drunk, huh? She said, smiling, as she held onto my arm. Yeah, I said. I don't know why, but I felt slightly shy and anxious. Everything was just happening too easy for me, so I felt uneasy. We got into our car and we drove down the street. Want to stop at the liquor store and get some more drink? I'll buy it, so don't worry about paying, she offered. I didn't want to drink any more than I already did. I was already buzzed, and I wanted to be able to carry myself throughout the rest of the night. Sometimes I made myself look stupid when I'm drunk, so I didn't want to ruin anything with Candace more than I already did earlier with telling her my friend was too drunk. I told her I was already drunk enough, but she insisted. I didn't want to seem lame, so I told her to get me a pint of liquor with some apple juice to chase it. <laughs> Sorry. You you would say that that's a lame drink? Not not that it's a lame drink. No, no. It's just like you said he, he, ordered, he wanted a pint of it. It just sounded, it was just a funny order. Does a pint of liquor mean something different in American English? Because when I'm thinking of liquor, I'm thinking of like hard spirits. Yeah, I think, well, yeah, I think liquor is just like spirits in America, but I think it's just a pint. It just, a pint just sounds like it's not natural to order a pint of anything other than like a beer. Yes. That's why it just sounded funnier, funny to me. It's like that's somebody, that just sounds like somebody that doesn't drink much. It's like, oh yeah, just get me a pint of whiskey. Like you get a pint, you order a pint of beer, you don't order a pint of whiskey. But you see, that's, that's what kind of seems so strange to me. It's like, you know, if I was going in, I was kind of buzzed. I'd be like, could you get me a four pack of beer? A nagging. Get me a nagging of whiskey, maybe, which is equal to about a pint. Five, that's 500 mil. I'm recording this now, and I've kind of got, for instance, I've kind of got some alcohol close to me, and I've got a pint glass. I'm like, imagine trying to drink a pint of rum with like a carton of apple juice to chase it. That would just yeah. seem so grim. Yeah, but that's why I laughed. It just seems like somebody who doesn't know what, like who who doesn't drink much and are just trying to like, oh, this is, pe- people order pints and. Would you drink a pint of wine? Well, like I would, but not in, like I would like have a bottle of wine and drink it in regular wine sized glasses. And over the course of like an hour, I would. I would consume a pint, but I wouldn't sit down and pour a pint glass full of wine. I know that's not the way, but I'm just saying, like, in theory, that uh, if someone, let's say that you called around, like, a relative's house 
<laughs> like, oh, uh, <laughs> Joe the pint of wine. <laughs> like, I mean, if that was all that was on the table. It's all or none. Yeah, I mean, I would take it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really be happy about it. Like, sitting with a pint, a pint of red wine. I'll give you some apple juice to chase it if you want. I might, I might make that my drink from now on when I go into a bar. It's like, ah, give us a pint of wine and a packet of crisps. But isn't it funny? Isn't it funny how that is weird that like you could sit down and you could have five glasses of wine and that's perfectly acceptable. But if you were to sit down and have a pint of wine, you're a weirdo. Just even thinking about it, it's like, you know, a pint would be less than a bottle. Like, you know, sometimes, you know, when I'd be drinking, you know, when I'd be recording the podcast, if I had a bottle of wine, I could go through a bottle of wine, you know, over two hours and I wouldn't think anything of it. But because you keep pouring a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. But if I had a pint of wine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, would, would you be more conscious of it then if, if you have a pint of wine in front of you? Once you see that you're at the halfway mark, you might be like, I better slow down. But and here's the thing to point out, too. So they got into her car. Right. So she's drunk driving. Well, she is drunk driving. But like the thing I find with Americans are Americans <laughs> aren't half. They don't think half as much as drunk driving as Europeans. Going by American movies, like I've never actually been to the United States, but just going by American movies, it's so common for them to just go out drinking and then like somebody just drives home from the pub. But uh, like I the way like an American girlfriend once explained it to me like this. Like I'm from Ireland. So it's kind of like anywhere that I would be drinking it wouldn't be preposterous to get a taxi back. Like even if yeah. I was up drinking in let's say even if I was down drinking in a skillin or up drinking in dairy, you know, which are both far enough. I could pay £40 to get a taxi back home if I needed to. Like, you know, that wouldn't be ridiculous. But a lot of people in America would be saying, like, look here, if you live somewhere that isn't like New York or like L.A., let's say you live, I don't know, Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin. Your son could could be wanting to go out to a party with a school friend who could end up living like a 30-minute drive away and it's a lot further and you can't really be getting like, you know, taxis that easy. A lot of people would just be like, here, I haven't drank that much. I'm just going to take the country back roads and yeah, uh, yeah. pray for forgiveness. But we should point out that, that they were able to get a taxi for the friend. So taxis are readily available wherever they are. Maybe am I delving into the minor details too much? Sorry. No, no, no. no. No, she's, he's asked for a pint of liquor and apple. Yeah. So she went into the store and came out with more than just a pint. I assumed she wanted to drink more also, but she got me a fifth instead of a pint. On the car ride back, we passed the bottle back and forth and she took tiny sips. I tried to take tiny sips, but she kept passing me the bottle and telling me to drink. Somehow I managed to drink all my apple juice and pretend to drink the bottle, spitting the liquor into the apple juice bottle. I tossed the apple juice bottle full of liquor out the window before she saw. So she's a maniac. (laughs) She is literally like, you know, there's drink driving and she's literally drinking. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So, so this is, so when I suggested that earlier, (laughs) you were just holding back. So she is literally drinking and driving oh by the way a fifth is basically just short of a liter they're passing back a liter of captain morgan's <laughs> essentially literally i've got a liter bottle of captain morgan's in front of me <laughs> and i've kind of poured myself a glass with like pepsi and like i can just imagine how grim it would be that like just drinking raw Captain Morgan's. Oh my god. Yeah, and that's the other thing. This sounds like a fucking horrible night. Like, so another thing, just to go back to the the previous chapter where he mentioned about being shy. Obviously, he he was cock blocking all this time. That now, once they got rid of the friend, he's talking about how he didn't want to ruin things with Candace. Obviously, that was his uh, game from the get go. So. Yeah, no, I mean, like, you know, when he kind of said, I'm protecting my friend, and she was like, 
well then i'll have sex with you instead he's like well that's fine and you know they're drinking and driving and he's just kind of like spitting all the liquor into an apple juice bottle and throwing it out the window like rather than just being like oh man oh. Like, look here like here can i just not drink but this is it like what the fuck so he's do, like he is just hoping so much for sex that he's pretending to drink when he's when he can't take anymore and he's just spitting it into a bottle this is fucking pathetic this is worse than like oh like if you can't handle your liquor that's fine that's that's there's nothing wrong with that already i i hate this man so much i'm sorry (laughs) this is just a man that's just too desperate for sex this guy would give up anything just to get the ride and that's not that's not a good thing yeah no i mean like but the thing is that she's pretty much handing herself almost over on a plate he doesn't need to do anything (laughs) that's the worst part needs to be there (laughs) yeah like this is the easiest the easiest thing in the world you can even sense like this guy's written it like a month later and you can just sense desperation of it the fact that he's even writing this this is that's what's amazing that like if if i ever if i ever done this i would even if it was an anonymous post on the internet i just wouldn't want anybody to hear i was ever this fucking pathetic do you know there's some people who are like would write this and they would never conceivably realize they'd just be like and why didn't the girl like me why didn't she call me back yeah and i mean that's what's funny because well the girl didn't like you in the first place she just was in the mood that night she wanted she wanted to ride and you fucking overthought it and you were trying to for some reason you were still trying to impress her even as you were both hammered drunk and she was drunk drunk driving and you just fucking threw your friend on not threw your friend under the bus but sent him off in a bus and you were guaranteed to ride and you were still going to these lengths to to hide something because uh, you're just a sad sap of a man at this point, if this was me, if if I was just like, well, this this person's really hot and I just want to seal the deal, I would just take the bottle. And like, maybe, maybe I wouldn't want to say, oh, I don't feel like drinking anymore. So I, I might just take like the slightest sip each time. And I, I probably wouldn't even do that. I'd just be like, I would just skip. I'd just be like, oh, I'm fine. I'll, I'll give me a few minutes, whatever. You definitely don't need to pretend to to be drinking. That's so fucking sad. I'd just be like, hey, like, here, this is nice, but, like, here, I prefer not drinking in a moving car. It always makes me a wee bit unsettled. You wouldn't mind, like, we get back to your place, we pour ourselves a glass, we, you know, there's smoother ways you can pull it off than just be like, okay. Perfectly, perfectly reasonable. Yeah, okay, so to continue the story... I didn't want her to know I was acting drunker than I was. She actually believed I was sloppy drunk when I was simply buzzed. I took a couple more sips of liquor and finished the bottle. Throughout the car ride, I called her the wrong name a couple of times to get a reaction out of her. She didn't react to it. She just kept letting me call her Carla without correcting me. For some reason, I thought she lied to me about her name initially. We drove up to her house. I was pretended to trip and stumble into her front door. So I'm, I'm all, I'm very confused at the moment. So, cause he said originally he was pretending to be drunk. Yes. But then he was avoiding drinking and spitting it into the fucking apple juice or whatever. He, he doesn't want to be drunk, but yeah. wants her to think that he's drunk. Right. I just don't get that. I just don't get this. I don't get either of these people. Both these people seem like maniacs at the moment. But I mean, I don't get this. Like he's that desperate, like to impress a girl by trying to prove how drunk he is. She helped me walk inside by holding me up. She opened the front door, which is unlocked. We walked into her house. She closed the front door and locked it. I thought that was strange, but I assumed that she didn't want anyone walking in on us. I told her I had to use the bathroom. I walked into her bathroom, locked the door, and looked in the mirror. I just felt strange, like something was off. I felt myself becoming more drunk from finishing the bottle earlier. 
I turned to the sink to make a noise and made myself puke up the liquor that I drank. I flushed and went to the sink and started drinking tap water with my hand to sober myself up. I just didn't want to be drunk and I still wanted to hook up with Candace, so I wanted to pretend to be drunk. <laughs> okay. I mean, I kind of wonder, like, you know, I kind of figure that some of the girls on, like, the Discord servers might listen to this. So, like, Sam, if you're listening to this, would you tell me how impressed would you be if a partner of yours was absolutely blind drunk? <laughs> like, you know, is this is this what I'm, this is this what a girl wants in like her partners <laughs> to be a complete alky? <laughs> it's so I've definitely been in the position where I I've went back to somebody's house maybe, and I felt like I was a little bit too drunk, and I went to the bathroom and just like fucking splashed cold water on my face to try and like loosen up, kind of, but. The difference is I wasn't pretending to be drunk to begin with. I was just too drunk. And I definitely wasn't like getting sick to get the alcohol up. I don't, I don't know what's going on here. This is very confusing to me. I turned the sink off and I could hear her talking to someone. He's drunk as hell. He can barely stand up. You do it. Who was she talking to? Oh, wow. Okay. I walked out of the bathroom and into the living room. The moment I stepped into the living room, I saw her walking into another room. All I could see was the back of her head, that very strange bright red hair go into another room. I didn't see her face or anything. I just saw her kind of walk into the room very fast. The living room was pretty dark. Hey, where are you going? I slurred like I was drunk. He still pretended to be drunk. Oh, he's still pretending to be drunk. She walked back into the dark living room and up to me and said, let's go into my room. I looked at her bright red hair, then into her eyes. They were different. The face was different. It was another girl with the same hair. That's when I realized it. It was another girl with the same wig on. It was the same wig the whole time. She changed it with the girl from earlier for whatever reason. My heart felt like it stopped. I tried to look like I had no idea it was a different girl. I kind of smiled at her and told her I needed to use the bathroom one more time and told her sorry I was so drunk. She said, it's fine, but her just hurry up in there. I went into the bathroom and locked the door. I heard her whisper something to someone again, and this time I think I heard a male voice whisper back. Okay, I didn't see it going that way. So this is a this is a an Eli Roth hostel kind of scenario. It's sounding more like now. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I don't even know what to say. To that. That's fucking okay. That's terrifying. Well, does that make her actions make a little bit more sense to you? Well, it does in that context. But up until that, that just seems like a fucking weird, uh, uh, just a wild person. See now I'm I'm very quickly trying to go through everything else you said to try and figure out when should I should I have seen this coming. But what was there was there any red flags earlier? Well I know there was red flags in that she was a maniac, but would you ever see something like this coming? The way I viewed it when I was listening to the story, now just to put this forward, when I first heard the story, I heard it as like a part of a compilation of stories that I knew that it was what it was going to be in context. Right. The difference is you don't even still know the way that this is going to go. Like this could still take another turn. So it's kind of like, exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you don't know the context. So I think it's kind of important just for like the sake of reaction. I don't tell you this, but like but at the moment where we're at, at the moment, this seems like, this is a ploy to get him out there because they know something about him. They know he has money or something. This seems like it's... But even if you take the money, she was happy enough to have taken the friend. Yeah, well, maybe it's something worse. Maybe it's some, like, fucking weird dark web shit where it's just, like, we just need to lure somebody out to make, like, some fucking bad snuff movie. I don't know. I'm just thinking... I'm thinking the worst possible thing. Like, if, I, if I'm in that scenario 
and I start like hearing voices talk like I'm in the bathroom and I hear voices talking about me while I'm in there and I come out and the girl I was just with is gone and there's somebody wearing a wig to try and look like her my reaction is oh I'm going to be auctioned off on the dark web yeah and the door is locked yeah I'm going the worst possible the most horrible thing you can imagine imagine happening to a person that's that's where i'm going at that point once i walk out there and there's the the person i was with is gone and there's somebody like dressed like them that's 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 fucking torture porn movie shit that's terrifying am i wrong here is that is that not like a really terrifying scenario no i mean like i would ring that that it's kind of like the fact like i would say this might sound a bit weird but like the number one red flag for me is she seemed too thirsty to have someone there was like you know even if a girl is kind of like interested in you i've always tended to find like they'll play a little bit hard to get as in i've never been in a situation that a girl's been like oh well like i'm that interested you know yeah, like frothing at the mouth. But like they're literally like, here, I will buy you all the alcohol that you yeah. need. And I will literally go into a liquor store. Like, to get, to like... be honest, like if I'm in a bar and a girl offers to buy me a drink, I'm like, this sounds like fucking hostile territory. I'm gone. I'm going to end up in some fucking, I'm going to end up on the dark web. Like, you know, has that ever happened? That like, I remember I was in Prague and uh, I was drinking in a bar alone. And it doesn't sound as bad as it is. It was like an expat bar. And I was kind of sick of being in the house with my housemates. And like, you know, you know, right now, I'm telling you, even during lockdown, if there was suddenly like, and coronavirus has disappeared, I would just be like, I would be absolutely fine to go to a bar alone and just have, like bring in music. Yeah, yeah. But there was like a couple, there was a couple there. And for whatever reason, they really that night were trying to buy me drinks. Nice. <laughs> Now, this is Czech Republic, so it's like beer isn't that expensive. So it's not like saying like, oh, here, you bought someone five pints and that's 20 euro. This would be about, you've bought someone five pints and this is about four euro. So it's not exactly yeah, it's like, like they're throwing It's the like they bought you a Snickers bar. Well, you know, it's the equivalent of maybe they bought me a pint, but they were like really, really like very, very overly friendly and they bought me this alcohol and... You know, I was kind of there. Then I don't know. I kind of got a bad feeling as that I kind of thanked them and then I kind of dipped. And then oh. uh, I kind of saw them maybe a week later and they had absolutely nothing to do with me. <laughs> the, the thing was that, like, I kind of felt like, you know, I offered to buy them a drink, get away back. But I was kind of like, you know, in a kind of weird way, I was like, was there some contextual thing I didn't get? Because they were trying to buy me drink and they're being like this here. But it wasn't like, I was like, were they swingers or were they? Like, I, it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like that's probably who I was, but. I couldn't really conceptualize it. I just kind of was just like, here, there's this English couple and they're buying me drinks and I'm poor as fuck. So I'll, take your, <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take your drinks. But like, you know, again, that's like me at the age of like 23, like, you know, but this guy's age, like someone wants to buy me a drink. I'm stupid enough to accept it. Yeah, no, I yeah, well, I, I I've been in the same position. So okay, speaking of being in a position, you're in the bathroom, which you have been locked in. This is your second time in the bathroom in a couple of minutes, and you just hear a male voice whispering. What do you do, Johnny? You run like a survival podcast. So well, like at that point, like no, then I'm just fucking going out the window of the bathroom. I don't even care how. We haven't established if this is a bungalow, if this is two stories. This is ground floor. Gra well, ground floor, that's easy then. Then I'm fucking out the window. No question about it. Okay. So I'm going to read the story to the very end here. Okay. I didn't concentrate exactly on what she said. Something sketchy was going on and I had to get out of that house. I opened the bathroom window and jumped straight out of it. And ran faster than I had ever ran in my life. I didn't look behind me or anything. I just ran through the backyard, jumped the fence, 
and ran through someone else's backyard, hit the road and ran towards the main road. I kept running down the main road until I saw a star CVS. I ran into the CVS and stood right in front of the store camera. I called a taxi and went home. I try and think of what happened that night. What was she or they planning that night? Why did she tell me a fake name? Why was she trying to get my friend or I so drunk? I thought maybe robbery, but she kept spending money on us. She kept buying us drink and paid for ever, paid for my friend's taxi cab in cash. Also, why did she wear a wig that gave that she gave to another girl? Who was she talking to? What did it mean? What would have happened if I entered the room they were trying to lure me into? Now there's an edit after this. The next day after the incident, I went back to the house with a couple of friends to see what was going on. No one was there. No cars, no people, nothing. Just an empty house. I ended up finding out that the house was a summer rental and whoever those people were, they broke into that house and used it only for one night and never came back. Okay, well, like... So like I said earlier, if I'm in the bathroom and I'm hearing that, hearing that dialogue, the other side of the door, I'm thinking the worst. Uh, so they're obviously like assuming this is real and not made up. Sorry for the internet. Uh, what are their motives? Okay, it's not money because they don't know these people. They don't know if they come from money. So it's not like some weird ransom thing. They're also buying them drinks for the night to try and get them drunk. So uh, I think if I was in that position, I think my worst fear would be that it's just like some weird... Like, I, I think if I was in that scenario, my first thought would be that this is some fucking weird snuff movie for the for the dark web. <laughs> that would be my, my instinct. Yes. Like, there's certainly something that it doesn't seem like these people have your best interest at heart. No, I think that goes out the window very early on. But like, what, 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 what could they? Whatever they're planning, what do you think their gain is? Well, I think they're. I think they're going to in some way exploit you. Yeah, and it's definitely like they're. They're not exploiting you financially. Doesn't seem like that's on the cards. Okay. So it has to be something got to do with just you. Like, they're going to do something to you personally. Yes. Uh, but, like, the thing I don't get is, you know, if it was going to be something, like, seedy, right? Let's say that, like, she's got, like, three guys who are going to, like, beat you up or whatever in the next room. You know, in the bedroom she's trying to lure you into. Mm. Why would you need a second woman to switch wigs? If you, even if it was just two women who were going to stick yeah. you up or do something, why would she need someone to switch roles with you? That's a good point, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That that yeah, that is I'll let you guess what you think the subreddit is now. Oh, okay. Uh <laughs> I don't know, like slash or I should have not gone there. I don't know. I don't know what the subreddit could be. Uh, yeah, it's called Let's Not Meet. <laughs> okay, that's close enough. <laughs> yeah, no. And believe it or not, it is a subreddit that I have submitted Let's Not Meet Stories, one genuine true one to. Oh, really? Oh, no. But uh, I'll, I'll say I'll tell you at a different time. So I'll tell you. Oh, what you should do a podcast on that. I, I think I, I can probably do. I could probably have a few stories for that, actually. Yeah. But I mean, like it, a lot of people are just like, you know, hey, I'm a 16 year old girl and I walked into a mall. There's this creepy, balding 28-year-old guy wearing a raincoat, and he said, um, hey, do you know the way to the KFC? And I ran <laughs> away. Scary man, let's not meet. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, okay, different people. Like, the highest comment someone's put out is, like, you're the kind of person who survives a horror movie. This sounds sketchy as heck. Because, like, they're saying that, like, here... It seems at one point they wanted, she wanted to bring both men back with her. Yeah. So it kind of seemed like, you know, even if she did bring both men back with her, like that would suggest that like, if you've got two grown ass young men back with you, even if they are kind of very drunk, 
it doesn't sound like it's a one-man job. Yeah, but it's clearly not. Like she, she. If it was a robbery or or a snuff movie, like bringing in two guys. Yeah, but it sounds like she she might have a lot more than two guys in the other room. So. Yeah. But I mean, still, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, that they'd say that uh, they said, like, if this was a horror movie, the OP wouldn't hear from his friend in about a week, would file a police report and the dead body would turn up. But like what different people are the first, the top highest suggestion is that they were using it either to kidnap people or use people as sex slaves, which is very disturbing to think about it. Yeah, but like, and here's the thing, and this is, unfortunately, it's very unrealistic that anybody would be luring a college-aged male to be a sex slave. Like, that just doesn't compute at all. Yeah, I mean, there are people who could do stuff, but it's like, that does, I mean, there is human trafficking and stuff like that, but it's like... It sounds like a kind of bizarre thing, although... Yeah, but how many, like, how many 21-year-old men are being sex trafficked? Like, realistically, like, that isn't really a thing. I I wouldn't know. I've never actually looked it up. But, like, there could still... You know, it could have been, like, a Joseph Fritzl situation or something. You never know. Yeah. Like, you know, he could have ended up working in, like, a Mexican chicken farm or, like, you know, (laughs) some sort of thing. The next somebody next thing someone suggested was an involuntary organ donor. Something like that. That yeah, um, I'm more inclined to go with something like that. But a medic has come in and said like it's definitely not an organ donor because like the thing is that if you actually were to kind of like remove somebody's kidneys and stuff like that, what you would actually need. Is it does it isn't as simple as people saying like you've got a knife and like a bag of ice and stuff like that. You'd actually need a lot of medical equipment, ice, and you'd need like you know someone with like medical qualifications almost to do it, right? Because like you know it's 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 a lot more complicated than people make out. That like you know even in that situation like you know in Thailand where people are doing. It's not going to be two girls in an apartment. If they're going to do this to you, they're going to take you to some some sort of sub medical facility with somebody properly trained. Because if I was to cut out a kidney now, it would be absolutely useless. Well, I'm sure with that attitude, Luke. But if you put your mind to it, but like things like kidneys go off so fast because of the chemicals inside them that it would become poisonous within like forty minutes. It's one of those things that, like, you know, for people to traffic it, if they're going to take your kidney, you'd almost need the person to be almost beside you, like the person who's getting the transplant, you're already there, and for the surgery to take place instantly. Yeah. And also, what they're kind of saying is that, like, he was already in the bathroom. That, like, they're saying, like, you know, if they're going to do, like, a kidney thing, they would do it in the bathroom. That would be like, you know, in a bathtub would make the most sense as a place to do it. But they were trying to lure him to the bedroom. So it kind of makes very little sense that that's the place that it actually would happen. Yeah. Maybe they were just swingers who just wanted to make some like CD porn with a stranger. Maybe that was just their kink. It was just like, it was like a, a couple who just wanted a stranger back. Which but is like, very sweet, seedy, but like... I mean, like, you know, if you even want a stranger back, and let's say it's just those two girls, we'd say two relatively unbelieving attractive girls want to have sex with male stranger, will be videoed, and anonymity is, like, will be given. Like, you'd have, instead of having to pay to get people drunk... You'd have like a bunch of bros being like, dude, I want to be fun of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll put like $500 towards that. Like, to have a threesome? What? What the fuck? But like, the thing that kind of makes the most sense as a theory, and I think this kind of encompasses the whole thing. Okay. Is 
Someone who was a private investigator in the Fred put this forward. The maneuver must have been to get you to have sex with the second girl, because otherwise the wig swap makes no sense. There's no need to oh. no need to do that to kill you or rob you or disembowel someone. I reckon the second girl was underaged or trafficked, and you were going to be killed. Oh. oh my god! Shit! That makes so much sense. That's that's gonna like when I kind of read through it, I was just thinking like the wig makes some makes a lot of kind of like sense to me because like. If this is a honeypot situation, there's no need for two girls. And even if there yeah. were, there would be like, oh, here, here's my friend Casey. Like, there's no need to switch roles. But it was to get yeah, someone yeah. so drunk that, like, you know, they thought that they were with Candace. And then they kind of say, like, no, this was Serena and she's my 15 year old cousin or something. Like, here we've got videotapes of you with a minor. Give us, like, Give us a thousand dollars a month or we'll release these to the FBI. Yeah. And someone oh, in my Fred has also said, like, this is actually more common than you think. I'm gonna back you up on the blackmail part. Something similar happened to a friend last year. He met a girl somehow and didn't remember, but online, Tinder, etc. He said the whole situation was sketchy, but not, not, not quite sketchy enough for him not to get laid. <laughs> he had sex with this girl. They never spoke again. Nothing happened initially. Then the following week, someone reached out to him, not the girl. Whoever it was claimed the girl was only 16, wanted all sorts of money not to go to the police. I don't know many details with regard of how much they asked or how they contacted him, but I'm not going to hit up my friend and ask. Apparently, it was pretty obvious it was bullshit and they backed off. Nothing ever happened to my friend. I'm not sure where the part the second girl was trafficked makes sense, but I definitely agree that there's a potential blackmail here. That makes so much sense. And now that you say it, like every, like all the steps of that story kind of like add up now, and I feel kind of dumb for not like putting that together. But why would you put it together? That's why it's a fucking kind of a genius crime grift, whatever that they have. The kind of question I've got, because like you know, there's just so many questions reading the story that. The line that makes no sense to me, you know, when he goes into the bathroom, someone asks the question, he's drunk of hell, he can barely stand up. You do it. Who was going to do what? Yeah. Yeah, and that was a line that stuck out to me earlier. And I think that might, I, I can't remember why, but that might have been why I leant towards the like snuff movie scenario. But yeah, yeah see, he's drunk as hell and you do it. Because you know, again, that would kind of go against the theory. Like, unless they're both underage, like you do it, like you know, it suggests like like something's gonna happen to him. Yeah, you do it. Like, I guess, like with the line we're thinking on now, I don't even want to start thinking about what that means. I mean, there's one more suggestion here that they said like someone was clearly whatever they're going to do. They kind of wanted him unconscious not able to really do that much so they say you do it one of them was going to drug them and there was like who were which one was going to be the one to do it and that that makes sense that's kind of where i was thinking because i've heard stories like that before for the scam let's say the friend gave him drugs and then he overdosed the friend the first girl could be like oh no i just went drinking with this guy and i took him back from a bar and i had nothing to do with this but it's a kind of very interesting story, I think, that it's a bit weird. It's definitely a little bit up in the air. So I'd like to hear back from the audience about what they think happened here. If you had to say gut instinct, which of the theories do you think makes the most sense to you? I think now, once that's been brought up, uh, I'm thinking, yeah, that, that seems like... That seems like what they they were doing, as in blackmail. Yeah, I think yeah, I think blackmail. Uh, I'm disappointed in myself for not actually seeing that earlier. That that never even occurred to me. But as you kind of as you kind of put that theory forward, I started thinking of like other stories I've heard 
like there's a famous one with uh, Orson Welles. Uh, he he was like honey trapped into a situation like that uh, on the back when he made Citizen Kane because it was a film based on uh, who's the newspaper tycoon that was based on. He it was someone of free name. Anyway, whoever he made it based on, that there was like they kept like fucking sending like any hotel he ever checked into, they would like have like fifteen year old maids working there making his beds and shit in the hope that he would be photographed and they would have like a team of reporters outside his window uh just to photograph him being anywhere around them so as they could send those shots off to the press yeah just just weird shit like that like i've heard loads of stories like that 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 kind of that's a good like in a way it's a genius fucking way to ransom somebody William Randolph Hearst, that's who I was thinking of. I kind of think that it's an interesting kind of like idea of blackmail, but like, you know, if if I was going to blackmail somebody, you know, for money and I had a target, a 21-year-old male who can't pay for his own drinks, you know, still would be the top priority. Cause like, yeah. Because maybe you're going to be getting 300, maybe 600 bucks a month. It's like, you know, if you kind of got the right, I'm not even talking about like Wall Street tycoons or something. It's like you'd you'd hit a certain point that like, you know, if you blackmail a person who's rich enough, they'll just pay for someone to make you be gone. Yeah. Yeah. Like what's the scale of their business there? Like I understand if, because if they're going for people that don't have the money to back them up they don't need to go as far as it seems like they are willing to go yeah so that seems unusual the thing is with a 21 year old guy they're probably the most likely you know like i would say women are more smarter than men as and they will ask for help they'll actually meant they'll be like this is very shameful but i'll speak about the situation or guys would be like i can handle this i can handle this mm. you know so in that kind of way, maybe, you know, a person that age would be the most likely to comply and deal with the situation. But like equally, you know, if you were to do this, what I would, the people I would be trying to target would be, um, and I know this makes me sound super seedy, but the people I'd say, you'd go for someone who had the most at risk. Because like, if you're a 21 year old guy, they say, oh my God, you slept with a 17 year old girl or a 16 year old girl. That's not good, but at that age, it's, I would say a 21 year old who sleeps with a 16 year old isn't half as bad as a 24 year old who sleeps with a 16 year old. Does that make sense? That 21 is the end of a scale that like, it's acceptable to do that because like you're still at university maybe, or you're still considered a very young man. While, like, you know, once you hit about 24, 25, you're just like, and now you are truly a true adult and you are just scamming kids. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I would say that if I was to try and do this, I would aim for kind of, like, relatively... You'd aim for something like a person who's maybe 38 years old, has been married about four or five years, and has two young children, because that you'd be, like, at that stage... <laughs> yeah no but i mean like you've taught about this no i mean i was just thinking about this like <laughs> in, in theory i was just thinking like but i'm just saying like that would be, be probably the group to me who would be who would least like this to come out yeah exactly the, yeah if, if you were to do this scam that'd be the people that would be willing to pay you off yes because you know it's kind of like you know if somebody tried to blackmail like, you know, somebody was trying to blackmail you and they said, like, let's say it was something, let's say it was, and they had embarrassing photos of me and they said, ha, 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 Luke, here are embarrassing photos of you. We will release this. I'm like, well, I'm a single 31-year-old guy. It will probably upset me, but, like, it wouldn't have any, I would say that the blackmail wouldn't have the same effect to me if I was a married 35-year-old guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I'd say that that would just be the difference, but I'd just be very curious about what people think is happening here because, like, it is a strange one and it is, I, I just kind of find it a very interesting story. 
But maybe maybe they thought that they had maybe they had the wrong guys. Like maybe there was some fucking like trust fund kid in that university and they thought they had those guys. You know, maybe that like it doesn't say like what kind of bar it was. Well, you know, it'd be, it'd be a student bar anyway. Everybody go be be going there. Like I feel like they must like. It seems like there was a bit of planning put into this. They had, you know, they had taken control of this house illegally or whatever. They must have, they must have had a plan and thought they had somebody that would have been worth more to them. Well, yeah, it must have because, like, the whole plan kind of like lodges on the fact that like there is something of profit in doing this. Either that, or he actually was very drunk and. Maybe, you know, it was something weird that the girl in the, the second girl in the wig was like someone who didn't, who was just like, here, I've got a severe social anxiety and <laughs> I kinda want to be date, I want to have sex with a guy, but the friend is just being like, I, I would say being a good friend, but like getting people drunk so they can't properly consent to having sex isn't a good friend. <laughs> Or you know what? It might have just been some weird fraternity initiation. And we're just reading way too much into it. Like maybe that was yeah. the challenge. If you want to join this frat, you have to like convince a guy to come back and then you switch a wig and until he is so so into you that he's willing to have sex with this other person in your wig, only then do you get to join our frat. You know, maybe it was like, you know, they, he comes out, he has sex with the girl, she takes off the wig, it's a hidden camera show, and it's Amy Schumer. And then he, she says, like, no, this is what I mean by inside Amy Schumer, a custom black <laughs> end of series. <laughs> oh. If she did that, I would love her for it. <laughs> Already, that's the funniest thing Amy Schumer has ever done. So uh, thanks very much for coming on, Johnny. And uh, for anyone who wants to listen to you, where can they find you podcast-wise? Everywhere. We're everywhere. Uh, no, just, just search Disaster Artists, the Movie Survival Podcast. If you just Google it, uh, you will get a link to every podcast app and stuff. We're, we're very Googleable. Googleable? Is that a word? Uh, Google isn't even a word, um, but yeah, we're we, we're very discoverable. So I uh, just search "disaster artists" the movie survival podcast, and uh, you'll find us. <laughs>